oh my god it's not all snakes how dare you say that yeah. you're snakeist <laughs> or whatever hey guys thanks for pressing play i'm seb and i'm a and we're gonna be talking about unlearning misogyny today Ooh. <laughs> serious topic big girl things so i guess it'd be useful to start off with like what is misogyny because yeah some people may use the term but like it's not always obvious what it means or clear and people might just throw it around yeah without actually understanding what it is so yeah not gonna lie i had to kind of like do some research to actually figure out what it really meant so what did you find because you hear it everywhere well i found well, thanks to Wikipedia, <laughs> though it might not be the most reliable. It's actually not a bad source. place to look at stuff. Yeah, I don't think it's as bad as some people say it is. But it says that misogyny is the hatred of contempt for or prejudice against women or girls. I uh, found something very similar on some sociology website. Okay, very nice. So some academic by the name of Kate. Okay. Um, she says, yeah, it's basically just the hatred of women. So when you hate women. Straight to the point. Straight to the point. Crisp, clear, makes sense. Yeah. Like you can't get that twisted. Yeah. And like it's uh so like a society that is misogynistic, mm-hmm. like there are some key indicators of what that looks like. So um high cases of violence against women, mm-hmm. like domestic violence, rape, so I guess those sexual are assault, etc. Yeah, sexual assault. So which basically says most of the world, most of the world is guilty of misogyny. a misogynistic society. Yeah. Which says a lot. It really does. About us as like a human race. Yeah. And the thing is, not only men can be misogynistic. Uh-huh. Like, it's been so deeply ingrained that women are subconsciously misogynistic. Like women too. hate other women. Yeah. Which is what we're going to talk about. I mean, like, so we've got a bunch of stuff some stories i guess things you've seen in real life yeah or on the or, internet or things we've just realized ourselves yeah so sab um when you think of unlearning misogyny what's the first thing that comes to your mind um okay well i guess well would you say like misogyny does count as like the double standard between like boys and yeah. girls right it does right yeah yeah so the first thing that comes to mind is how girls are always like little girls are always expected to be so prim and proper mm. they always have to sit quietly and boys can bounce off the walls Ooh. and no one's gonna say anything about it boys will be boys yeah like why though i mean i am all for manners yeah right? you gotta be polite but why does it only apply to one gender yeah, like, let's, let's both be prim yeah why though so boys should be thought manners just as much as girls for sure and i guess when we talk about like unlearning oh yeah so like unlearning misogyny both like and what we accept in other people and ourselves oh yeah 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 good one like stop thinking boys can have so many excuses that girls cannot have and this is actually such a broad and deep topic it really is i don't think we'll cover everything in one day but yeah that was a good example so look forward to another part sometime in the future an ongoing saga an ongoing Mm -hmm. criticism of society yeah so like some useful things we've seen 
um, have actually appeared on TikTok. If anybody out there is, are we surprised? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. There's so much like insight and um, experiences that relate. Yeah, that are relatable. That you're just like, oh my god, I never thought of that before. Right. So like, I'm not seeing. I wish I, I could see more of it. I don't really know how to narrow down this search, but mm-hmm. there's this one video which I think you've seen. It's the one where. She's writing an email oh, and yeah. the title of the video is like writing like I would if I was a white man. And basically what she does, is she removes all the exclamation points from her email. Mm-hmm. She um, like erases the She sorries. doesn't say like, please. Yeah, she took away the please. So instead of just like, please, could you have a look at this? It's just like, could you have a look at this? And then like, yeah, sign off with her name. No, like, thank you so much. Exclamation point. You know, like this really. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I did that. Oh I, my I, God. Yeah, I did it all the time. <laughs> I guess because, well, like you said, it's not necessarily a bad thing to be a polite and enthusiastic and happy person. But are we doing it as a result of like socialization where women have to be like that? Otherwise, we're not worthy. Yeah. Or is it because we just genuinely want to be polite and believe everybody should be? Does that make sense? Oh, that's a really uh, good question. Some self-reflecting oh, needs to be done. Also, that thing where like, apparently, like, say to say that does that make sense or ending something you've explained with like, do you get that what i mean sense. yeah do you get what i mean and yeah people were like pointing out <laughs> so like someone had this russian teacher who used to shout at her and tell her to stop saying that misogynistic crap damn she's like stop apologizing stop expecting people to um stop assuming that people don't understand what you mean um if they don't understand they'll ask yeah that's such a good one like you don't have to keep apologizing for being somebody who's assertive or trying to explain something yeah and the thing is there's like a double standard with like assertive men and women oh yeah like if you're an Tell assertive man it. you're like oh he's he's such a boss he knows what he wants alpha. but then yeah alpha male but then if it's a girl <laughs> who's very assertive and knows what she wants she's a b word <laughs> keeping it pg dude yeah um taylor swift sings about this a lot yes oh she talks about it a lot and you know in her song the man she talks about that double standard in the music industry of how Mm. yeah when a man like you know makes calculations and like he's a he's a great businessman Mm -hmm. he's so smart but when a woman starts thinking about her strategy then she's calculative and she's manipulative and it's like yeah that's so messed uh, up what dude yeah um Jamila Jamil, oh, yeah. the actress from The Good Place. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been doing a lot of feminist activism on her Instagram. And she was talking about, I don't know, I forgot, did she call it like the Taylor Swift syndrome? Okay. Basically, like, do you hate a woman, a famous woman, just for being a woman? Like, Ooh. you know, like the celebrities we commonly hate. Do you ever wonder why exactly you hate them? So Taylor Swift is a popular example. How many people do you know who are like, oh, ew, Taylor Swift. She's so annoying. A lot. Right? But Ed Sheeran's not annoying yet. He sings about relationships all the time. Yeah. Pretty sure Taylor Swift earns more money and um, racks up more sales. Is a more successful artist business-wise. And yet she gets discredited for her work and her success. Like, oh, she just earns her money from an annoying young fan base. Like, oh, just a bunch of young girls who don't know. But at the end of the day, she's still winning. Yeah, she is. But she once like described herself as um, a national lightning rod for slut shaming. Oh my god! Not like a derogatory. She was just pointing out that that's what she had become in her in her career. Mm-hmm. So again, misogyny. People just love hating women, and like, do yeah. we hold the male counterpart to the same degree of like quote unquote accountability or responsibility Dude. in terms of like pro- promiscuity? Promis- 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, we don't. No. Is there any Taylor Swift equivalent in terms of like, do we hate any man, male celebrity the way we hate Taylor Swift? No, I don't For think being so. a quote unquote serial dater. It's so messed up. Like, not gonna lie, when I was younger, you know, I was naive. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, she's dated a lot of men. <laughs> but, I mean, it didn't make me like her, like, yeah, like her music any less. But I was like, whoa. Same, same. Like, I was always a fan. Mm-hmm. But there was definitely that like, oh, yeah, she has dated a lot of men. Like, I don't hate her for it. Yeah, not like it was really like a bad thing. But it was like a whoa. It was like, a, yeah, there was like an effect. Yeah. On her I guess impression. I was kind of wondering, like, how did she do it? <laughs> like, damn, that must be really emotionally tiring, huh? huh? Okay, that I think is a valid <laughs> point. Like, it must be. But um, I mean, it's yeah, it's not an abnormal thing like a lot of people are doing Mm -hmm. that and um if your criticisms are only being held for one gender instead of the other then you have a problem that's so true facts points points were made yeah points were made (laughs) and like speaking of promiscuity right yeah one thing i was talking to my mom about this earlier but Uh birth control should not be for women they should be for men you might have seen this tweet on twitter yeah. <laughs> I think it was a TikTok too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because someone was posting there. Yeah. So do tell. Yeah, so basically it's about this guy who has like, what, 20-something wives? A lot of wives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 27, I think. Yeah. And he has like over 150 kids. Yeah. Or is it grandkids? Kids. And you're telling me that like women are the ones that need birth control? Yeah. One woman can only get pregnant once a year. Yeah, like every nine months. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, she's got to heal and stuff like, bruh, I, I don't even want to imagine like getting pregnant so soon after your delivery. Oh, oh God. God. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, why is there no other form of birth control for men apart from condoms? That is a very good question. But there's like this huge array. Huge array. Yeah. <laughs> so many procedures, drugs, right? like invasive procedures, contraceptives you put inside your body or like, yeah, medication that messes up your hormone levels. Yeah, can dude. like affect depression, anxiety. And women have just been made to do all these things for years. Exactly. But men just use a condom. Yeah. Or like get their tubes cut. That's it. Yeah. Like get a vasectomy. Two yeah. options, really. A woman is like, spoiled I'd be fine. for choice. If there was just as many, you know, birth yeah. control choices for men. Again, it, why does it have to be biased to one gender? If there are going to be a lot, yeah, let there be a lot for both. Even if the bias is like hidden and we, we you know, I guess it's always kind of, it can be hard to prove mm-hmm. that there is an underlying hatred for women mm-hmm. in, you know, like... So we've talked about covert and overt racism, like how racism can be obvious or hidden. So it's the same thing with sexism. Things can be hidden and you have to kind of think about it a little more. And Mm -hmm. I feel the internalized misogyny in my head, feeling the need to justify when I point out misogyny in society. I feel like I have to seriously back it up or some guy is going to slide into my DMs arguing with me, which has happened. Oh, yeah. Many times. Uh Uh-huh. Um, oh boy which is funny because like they often aren't the ones who have done the research whereas i have anyway i digress talk about that later (laughs) but what was i saying the point about misogyny being hidden or secret like yeah if there is a serious imbalance of consequences in any situation when you're comparing a man to a woman Mm -hmm. then you're it's likely to be a gender problem yeah very good point um well there's also this thing i saw on TikTok. TikToks. Yes. About how, you know, there, there are always these misogynistic things that are like hidden in everyday speech. Mm. Like how if you want to insult a girl, you call her 
a B word. But then if you oh, want to insult a guy, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you want to insult a guy, you call him a son of a B word, which is really which just is still just yeah, insulting the woman. Exactly. It's all about women. Oh, but like the moment you call men trash, it's like oh my god, not all, not men. all men. How dare like, you? Make, bro, they're like quaking in their generalization. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, where was this energy when women have been um, abused, insulted? For centuries. Right. Why are you putting that energy only when someone says men are trash? Like, did you have the same energy when you were defending sexism when a woman was getting insulted? Huh? Ooh. Probably not. Exactly. Uh, Speaking of TikToks, there's this Mm -hmm. other one about, like, women in STEM majors. So she was recording herself on this, like, video. I guess it was a class discussion. Okay. And she was trying to speak. And every time she was trying to speak, she kept getting cut off. Oh, my God. She's like, oh, well, no, I think we should look at this data. And then someone was like, yeah, no. And then he started talking. What? And she did it, like, I, I think, like, seven times. Oh she kept God. trying to speak. And like, they just kept cutting her off. Guys, guys kept cutting her Dude. off. Dude. Like, I don't know if I've experienced this personally, but I've seen a lot of people talk about it. Yeah, me too. It's a very popular, like, thing on Twitter or TikTok. Right? Like, the comments of people sharing the experience of this. Like, it's it's a normal thing as a woman to, like, not be taken seriously or not be heard. My God. So I've seen, like, tips where people are like, well, the next time someone does that, say, actually, I wasn't finished. Ooh, like, yeah. you gotta interject. Be like, I'm still talking. Mm-hmm. Like, you gotta assert yourself. I like that. Some people are like, just keep talking. Like, don't stop. Like, don't let yourself get caught. Just, like, keep going the way they do. You know, like, they... The sad thing is, like, if I did that to someone, I'd feel so bad. Right? I'd feel, like, so apologetic and sorry. But these, these men have no remorse. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, when I cut you off by accident and I go off on my own story, I'm like, oh my god. Wait, yeah. what, what were you saying? Like, yeah, like, just be reflective, you know? Yeah. Oh my god. There's also the thing about, like, how certain jobs are kind of associated with a certain gender. Like, professors are usually oh, associated yes. with men. And teachers are associated with women. Same, like, cooks and chefs. Yeah. Like, chefs are the more professional... Like they went to yeah. school for that, so those are the men. Mm. And then the cooks, Gordon Ramses, yes, and cooks are usually women. Why? Mm. Make it make sense. And then there's this one more. Uh, oh yeah, like nurse and doctor. Yeah. Oh my god. Like yeah, you think yeah, doctors yeah. and men, nurses. Are, like I, I think this subconsciously. Same. Like I, my first instinct is to assume a nurse is a woman. Like someone get a nurse. Who do you imagine coming in? A woman, right? Yeah. Okay. I have a. It's not a riddle, but mm-hmm. like, okay, I have a, it is a riddle. Okay, so uh, a father and his son get into a car accident. Mm-hmm. The father dies at the car accident. Okay. And the boy is in critical condition, gets rushed to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Upon arriving in the hospital, the doctor who's treating the boy takes a look at the boy's face and says, I can't operate. This is my son. How uh-huh. is that possible? So the father has died in the car crash. Yeah. The boy is alive, but needs operation. The doctor yeah. sees the boy and says, I can't operate. This is my son. How is that possible? Because that's the doctor is his mother. Yeah, dude. But like the first time someone asked me this, I was like, oh my God, how? 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 I thought the father was dead. How come the father's the doctor as well? I was like, maybe a gay partner or like, and then <laughs> it just didn't occur to me that yeah. a woman is also a doctor. Yeah, I mean, like, I knew where this was going. Like, I haven't heard the riddle before. Uh, So, like, I could kind of tell. But still, as you were mentioning the doctor, I subconsciously pictured a man. Same. And that's on on unlearning misogyny. Yeah. Gotta rewire our brains. Yeah, and obviously the media is, like, no help. Yeah, dude. Like, the way they demonized people like Taylor Swift, Britney Spears. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of, like, uh, misogyny is... 
Misogyny exists. When misogyny exists, there will be high rates of brutality against women. This is according to a definition by Britannica. Okay. It says, for example, in the forms of domestic violence, rape, and the commodification of women and their bodies, mm -hmm. they are seen as property or second-class citizens. Like, how many Twitter conversations have you seen of men just, like, saying women are are only good for one thing. Oh my god, yeah. Like, people still talk like that. And they get, like, thousands of retweets. Yeah. There's so much support for these ideas. I'm like, oh my god, that's so sad. And that's so scary. It is. Even on TikTok, like, you see some comments and you're like, whoa, how is this guy getting thousands of likes? Yeah. You would have hoped it'd be, like, an unpopular idea now, but no. no. it's pretty high up there. Which is why we need to actively unlearn misogynistic ideas. Yeah. Like, racism. Like, you have to actively fight against the current because current True. is pretty strong. Mm -hmm. You can't just, like, passively sit or you'll get washed away in the stream. Yeah. You'll be going with the flow, which is a harmful flow. Really harmful, yeah. Anyway, I looked at statistics of domestic violence okay. in Malaysia. So this is by... Women's Aid Organization is a pretty famous organization okay. for women in Malaysia. And the sad thing is, since the year 2000, mm -hmm. domestic violence cases have actually increased. So in two, in the year 2000, mm -hmm. um, I don't know what the time frame was. Like, was it in the entire year? Okay, okay, let's just assume in the entire year. In the year 2000, there were 3,468 cases. Okay. I'm assuming this is nationwide. These de these details are not very detailed. But <laughs> in 2018, we had 5,421 cases. Whoa. So the graph, there's like a general trend yeah. of increase. Which is like, oh my god. And I wonder, it's like, is it because people are actually getting abused more? Mm -hmm. Or is it that they're becoming braver to report? That's a really good question. Which would be, it's like a good thing, you know, people are getting braver um, because, you know, the more we see crimes, the more likely we are to hold them accountable. But yeah. it's still really sad. I mean, like, even one case of domestic violence would be awful. Right? It's like 5,000. Oh, my God. And there's so much, like, yeah, unreported because people are scared. Yeah, I don't even want to imagine, and you have dude. That, there's, like, this misogynistic trope mm -hmm. where people just love to hate women, right? Because they'll say things like, why didn't she just report? Why didn't you just call the police? Oh, my God. And then someone someone talked about, well, not this, it's not domestic violence mm -hmm. exactly, but someone gave an example. Like, it was a class experiment. Okay. I think it was training for how to handle sexual assault cases. Okay. In an institution or an organization. Anyway, so the example, the task was like, okay, think about the last sexual experience you've had, mm -hmm. if you've had <laughs> any. And um, now turn to the person on your left and tell them about it. And then there was like general discomfort among the, the room, right? Because everyone's like, you know, yeah. not everybody's going to be open about this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, whether for religious reasons, cultural reasons. But like, of course, it can be uncomfortable. And then the person says, okay, now imagine trying to tell a policeman. Oh my God. That is what sexual assault victims have to face. And the thing about the shyness of a consensual um, sexual experience versus a violent, mm -hmm. invasive, brutal assault mm -hmm. of like rape right like so imagine how much harder it is to try and tell somebody yeah and then like add on the fact that people don't believe you dude i was just gonna add say on the fact that yeah. yeah add on the fact that your friends are gonna shame you or your fam your parents might not believe you add on the fact that maybe your partner is somebody you can't leave maybe you're financially dependent yeah again which is maybe a mark of societal misogyny where like women have been taught to become dependent on their husbands and not been allowed to be financially independent yeah. right yeah so add in all of those things, like 
Surely now you understand why it is hard for people to report. Dude, it's not easy. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's hard to tell your yeah, friends like certain tell... things as well. Yeah. Like, if not you're... even like sexually related. Yeah. Just like private stuff to you. Yeah. yeah. Let alone. Yeah, it's messed up. My God. Um, interestingly, the age of domestic violence perpetrators, so like these criminals, okay. tend to most commonly be in the 26 to 35 age range. What? I mean, it's still shocking at any age, to be honest, but like, dude. Yep. And you're telling me like women are supposed to control their sexual desire? Like women get so slut shamed, but who are the people who are really using sex as a harmful thing say it louder who are the real abusers who are the people we really need to be shaming when it comes to sex oh my god yeah facts dude i hate it here (sighs) yeah so like you know the next time someone says men are trash your first instinct i hope will not be to correct them and be like not all men yeah better not be someone get this again on tiktok (laughs) this is really good example okay so uh imagine i have a gun to your Mm -hmm. head and i told you among like this one bullet in here yeah But like there's six, what's the word? Canisters? Empty canisters. Russian roulette, basically, right? That TikTok. Yeah. So among the six empty, I hope canisters the right word. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the six empty bullet casings in the gun, only mm-hmm. one is full. Mm-hmm. And I hold the gun to your head. Mm-hmm. Or like, I make you hold the gun. Will you click the trigger? No, right? Yeah. Because even though it's one among six, the chances are still too high. You'll still, you would still be afraid of the gun. Yeah. You would say the gun is a dangerous thing and we need to put it away. Exactly. And then what if I told you that one in six women are victims of sexual assault and domestic violence caused by men? Facts. Would you still want to correct me and say men aren't dangerous? Because you didn't have a problem saying the gun was dangerous. Ooh. And similarly, it's like... Okay, so for example, if you saw a snake in the mm-hmm. garden and you didn't know what snake it was, would you run? Yeah. Yeah, like your first instinct wouldn't be to like go up to the snake and pet it unless you're a snake expert and you knew it wasn't venomous or <laughs> yeah. dangerous or whatever, right? But for most of us. Um, so you'd have no problem saying snakes are dangerous. Mm-hmm. Even if not right? all of them are poisonous. Yeah, like imagine someone like tried to argue, with you, not all snakes, <laughs> and I got really mad about it. I mean, yeah, it's true, not all snakes, but... The chances are high enough. Yeah, you wouldn't be hell-bent trying to correct someone. Like, oh my god, it's not all snakes, how dare you say that? Yeah. You're snakeist, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> like, you wouldn't say yeah. that, so why do people feel the need to correct the men are dangerous concept? Right? Like, it's really not that hard to understand. The proof is in the pudding. And here's the thing, a lot of the people who I've argued with against the men are trash thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when I ask them, I'm like, okay, what research have you done into this? Like, do you know the statistics? Do you know that the statistics point that it is men who are overwhelmingly the causes of abuse, sexual assault, and rape mm-hmm. to both men and women, right? Yeah. Um, they're like, no, actually, I haven't read the statistics, but I just disagree, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, huh? You want to come here and fight? And exactly. yet you haven't done your research? On what grounds like do you some, want to fight on? Sometimes the only thing men... Like, yeah, men don't have research, but they have audacity. Yeah. And that's the problem. Exactly. You know, someone was wondering, like, okay, so women have a uterus, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, your organs kind of fit together like a puzzle piece. So she was wondering, what about men? Yeah. What do men have there? Mm-hmm. And as a joke, a lot of people were like, oh, they have the audacity. That's what's there. <laughs> True. I was kind of, yeah, I, I was kind of curious, honestly, like genuinely wondering, like, do their organs just kind of shift and just fill in the space or what was it? But the comment section was, it had more in store and I was enjoying it a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's like the thing about sexism, it's like any form of oppression or inequality 
you have status quo bias Mm -hmm. where you're just going to defend how things normally are and you're going to shut down arguments that go against the grain because you're just used to it. Yeah. You know, whether it's right or wrong, you're going to defend the people at the top. And when it comes to gender, the people at the top are Ben. And if you disagree, Mm -hmm. then you haven't done your research and you should keep quiet and not embarrass yourself. And why is it a thing that women are the ones that usually do the research before speaking up and men just feel like they have enough to work with, even if they don't Based know Jack. nothing, right? Yeah. Dude, right? Yeah, I mean, that's exactly how I feel. So I feel like, like as you know, <laughs> um, I'm always so afraid to address these topics, mm-hmm. right? Like I have this fear. I'm like, oh, we need to really read up and make sure we know mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about. And then, yeah, yet so many people, so many of the men I've argued with have approached me with so much confidence and like little to none amount of time spent on research on the problem yeah like i don't understand how that works in their head yeah like how did you think you were going to be right here yeah with what evidence exactly it's just your bias assumptions and your hatred of women oh they're like i don't hate women and then they go on to say something that's kind of hateful to women lol i mean it goes without saying obviously not all men like you know i think we have some really great guy friends who yeah um want to uphold the truth and Mm -hmm. don't put themselves in like women spaces and try to be dominant in that i don't know what i'm saying (laughs) but yeah we do know it's not all men it's just way too many yeah and the stats don't lie yeah i feel like this the man who argues against the existence of misogyny and sexism is the mm-hmm. same as a flat earther who argues against the reality of climate change oh my god it's yeah like, the science is there right what's not clicking you either chose to read up or not yeah again what what's not clicking is the misogyny it's like you don't believe it, so you discredit it. Hate it here. Like, do you know the consequences of your... Like, you think you're going to win something mm-hmm. by winning this argument. You're going to achieve some sort of golden badge. Like, I'm a great guy because I was right and she was wrong. But, like, yeah. do you know the actual real consequences of you perpetuating these harmful ideas? Do you know how many women you're subjecting to silence, secrecy, fear? Right? Like, you know, it's a pyramid of problems you know at the base level mm-hmm. you've got like just a bad attitude against women in your speech and your arguments and then like of course at the very top the worst thing will be like domestic violence and rape mm-hmm. so like you're contributing into that yeah you know so why don't you just stop doing that be careful and start unlearning your misogyny go read a book go read what other women have to say about their lives and their reality yeah and don't try to like impose your opinion Onto what they say before you hear yeah. the full story. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of like unlearning, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> um, there's this really great book. Okay. Oh, there's so many examples, so okay, never mind. This is a great book, and it's called "Women Don't Owe You Pretty" by this lady, woman called Florence Given, and it was recommended by a friend. And I haven't read it. Oh yes. But she's got some really great content. I've read like bits and pieces, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna read some quotes from the book. Ooh, yes, please. I mean quotations. <laughs> Quote is a verb. Um. Okay, so she says, men rarely need to make time for themselves because they have built-in self-care. It's called women. Ooh, that's a nice one. Which I want to get into a bit more in a bit. Mm -hmm. But uh, another quotation is, (laughs) When people shut you down for speaking up, it's because they want the status quo to be maintained. It's a tactic as old as time. Stay headstrong and keep going. Ooh. It's true. Like in all 
case studies of power and hierarchy in the social sciences. An extremely common trait is the suppression of victims. Yeah. So, you know, that's what Hitler did to the Jews with censorship. You know, how he blocked all Mm -hmm. media, made it illegal to speak up or write, you know, or like how Stalin's Russian secret police Mm -hmm. would tap into people's homes. And if you spoke against the government, you'd be hunted and killed. That is so scary. And similarly with women, when we speak up, maybe it's not as direct and obvious as being hunted and killed, but we shame them. Yeah. We degrade their character. The fact that there are warehouses of like rape kits in America, I think. Yeah. Like Like, warehouses, bro. And I'm sure rape kits aren't that big. Yeah. Oh my God. So sad. It hurts. Yeah, like if you're not a woman... You're never going to understand that fear. Yeah. It's like going out alone or having to avoid dark places. Or like locking the car as soon as you get in. Yeah, like calling a friend on your way back home so if anything happens, they'll be on the line. Yeah. Or like sending a screenshot of your grab to someone close. Sharing your journey. And always saying like, let me know when you're home. And checking up on each other. Yeah, pretending your friend is going to be at the end of the destination, so... They don't think you're going off somewhere by yourself. Right? Oh my god. Boys will be boys, but girls will be women. That kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That needs to be changed. Yeah. And uh, Florence, she goes on to talk about one of my favorite quotes. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things she talks about is, Stop raising him. He's not your son. That's true. So the, that thing about um, self-care and yep. finding it in women, it's like... There are so many times where a woman ends up being the therapist for a man. Oh my god, yeah, And again, it's not like it doesn't work the other way around. Like It is very common to treat your relationship as therapy, as Mm -hmm. treating whether it's your friends, your parents, or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But we're talking about the imbalance number of cases where a man is more likely to use a woman as a therapist. Yeah. Like, we, we talk about our problems a lot to each other you know Mm -hmm. and we have like deep talks about it and it's different because we both feel the same way about being comfortable with sharing our problems like if you have a problem Mm -hmm. you can tell me and if i have a problem i can tell you Mm -hmm. but the thing is i guess a mutual thing yeah but some men they like use you as a dumping ground yeah and you're not even like that close you're not best friends Mm. and you don't feel comfortable enough telling them your problems which is not your fault like it's just yeah it's it's not balanced yeah like i'm not your therapist if you need a therapist go and get one exactly and men are like oh i don't need therapy i don't i don't like this self-help business yet they will use you that way yeah so like you're just in like when you're in denial of the help you need you're gonna be putting it out and making other people responsible for it and it will tend to be women right again because of like structural sexism which becomes internalized and like it goes so there's something called the savior complex okay in relationships is when you feel like you have to save someone and i feel like a lot of women can relate to that Mm -hmm. because it's like oh if i'm not listening to them if i'm not caring for them who will yeah but again you're not their mom and you're not their therapist yeah and then there's like reverse savior complex where the person feels like they need this person to save them so you know men are more Mm -hmm. likely to relate to that like, oh, I'm so broken. Like, my heart's been, you know, I was traumatized as a kid. So, you know, you need to low-key make up for all of that, which I used to go through. And if you don't hold up to these ridiculously wrong standards, then you're worthless and I don't love you. That is so ridiculous. So, yeah, this is 
it's like always a difficult conversation to have Mm -hmm. trying to realize where you have internalized social expectations of men and women Mm -hmm. and then how you need to work on that because you deserve better right a lot to take in like yeah and there's like male privilege you know in the corporate sector where women have to work harder but they don't get paid nearly as much as men yeah i i haven't personally faced that because i haven't started a proper job yet (laughs) but well the things i have faced are like catcalling which is not okay like how would men feel if we did that to them yeah i i wonder like Yeah, would they even feel unsafe because the chances of a woman attacking them is so much less that they're not even afraid? Right? So even if women did start catcalling them, and then what? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good question. And then what? Obviously, it's not nice, but like the chances of a woman attacking a man are just so much less. Yeah, we're not saying it's impossible. It has happened. And we're aware of that. It has happened. But... And men... Yeah, like the men who are victims of sexual abuse from a man or a woman are also victims of the same misogyny where men aren't allowed to talk about what happened to them because if they admit that they have been taken advantage of especially by a woman then it's like yeah their pride they, they is weren't gone. man and yeah they weren't man enough to fight it off you know there's like that harmful idea yeah so it's like you know men cause problems to women and themselves right congrats ah <laughs> uh, the audacity um but yeah to like you know kind of wrap things up on a happier note mm-hmm. um you know that trope of like women sticking up for women it's like such a nice thing to be a part of you right? know you know like you meet a girl for the first time and she's like so nice to you yeah or the way like girls you don't even know will stand up for you right because they understand what it's like like okay wait there's this thing i saw on tiktok about like mm-hmm. this trend that was like um state your name and the reason why gr- other girls hate you so girls mm-hmm. would be like hi i'm so and so and I'm pretty. Mm-hmm. And someone was talking about how the reason why, you know, like, I, I guess it's like this whole thing where like girls need to be pit against each other if you're like because of yeah. jealousy and everything. But someone was like, that's not the reason why they don't hate you because you're pretty. Like, y- if you think about mm-hmm. it, people gravitate towards people who are attractive, like, because they kind mm-hmm. of have this, like, you you tend to associate good qualities with an attractive face. Okay. Right. But they say the reason why like people don't like you because you're pretty is because, you know, you're pretty and you're using that to your advantage. Oh, yeah. It's like when you know your advantages in life and you use them purposefully, then you're a B word. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even know how this relates, but that just came to mind. No, it's like it's like the it's when a woman acknowledges her own power. Suddenly it's not okay. Like a woman can only accept a compliment if it's given by somebody else. She cannot acknowledge her own advantages in society. Otherwise... Ew, you're so arrogant. Yeah, it's so true. And like about girls hating, you know, like the color pink. I did not like the color pink for a long time in my early years of life because I was like, ew, it's so girly. Mm-hmm. It's too girly. But now I'm like, I got a lot of pink things. Yeah, you do. And I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. What Whatever it's... makes you happy, honestly. Yeah, it's a nice color. It's a pretty color. Yeah. And I don't even feel the need to justify it anymore, actually. It's just like, yeah, I just happen to have these things. But before it'd be like, I just wouldn't even get anything pink. It's like, oh no, it's too girly. What's wrong? What's wrong with being girly, huh? Yeah, and there's like the whole too basic thing. Like, oh, if you like a pumpkin spice latte, you're too basic. Like, what's so wrong about that? Like, let people like things. As long as it's not harming anyone. Yeah. Like, no one... Okay, well, 
I guess girls kind of do crap on boys for this, but like, no one calls mm-hmm. a boy too basic for liking Axe body spray. <laughs> I mean, in recent years, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But it's but not yeah, like a like too the- basic thing. It's not like a whole, oh, you're, you're such a basic B-word. If you like Starbucks mm. and you like hydro flasks and you wear like a- anything that's a trend and if a girl likes it, it's yeah. suddenly bad. Um, I understand when that argument is like, so the thing about intersectionality, mm-hmm. which is basically where two problems intersect, share the same plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the intersectionality of sexism and racism. So I think a lot of the criticisms against hydro flasks and pumpkin spice lattes are specifically white girls. Oh, yeah. So that gets a bit complicated. Uh, we won't get into that, but um, it'd be useful to understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot more yeah. to get through. Yeah, there, there may be a lot more to it. Yeah. And in the case of like racism, like you can't be racist to the person at the top of the hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Like you can be making judgments that are not necessarily true for the entire population mm-hmm. of a certain group. But like, for someone at the bottom of the pyramid to try to insult someone at the top, like it doesn't it doesn't reverse the entire pyramid. Yeah. And subject people at the top to the same abuse that those at the bottom are facing. Mm-hmm. So when someone says men are trash or when someone says white people are oppressive and abusive, it's not as much of a problem as some people seem to think. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, one thing left before we go, because it's been quite a while, um, is <laughs> basically, again, it was based, with, based off of this TikTok where this guy said that, you know, if I love my girl so much, like, I'm not going to be able to sexualize her. And in the comments, people were like, oh, my God, mm. that's so cute and stuff. And honestly, I thought so, too, because it was, like, very pure. But then someone was like, mm. no, this is not right. This is called, like, the Madonna whore dichotomy by Sigmund Freud. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm, which is? it's basically the perception of women as either good and like chaste or as bad and promiscuous. So mm, sex becomes equal to bad. Yeah. But just for women. Yeah. So like when, so when a man loves his girl or like his partner so much, like he's unable to fantasize or imagine being intimate with her that way. Because of this mindset. That's so... Because he respects her so much that he can't imagine being sexual with her. Oh my god, that's so... Like, sex in itself. Yeah. Like, se- like yeah, again, so to make sex bad only for women, only when it comes to women, is a problem. And plus, like, isn't it weird? Like, yeah, we have sexual inclinations. So even in, like, religious conversations, mm-hmm. you know, sex... It's not necessarily a bad thing. It can be a sacred thing. It can be a pure thing. Yeah. So why is why are you demonizing sex in a woman? Right? Where's the same energy for men then? Yeah. I feel like I'm not making my point very clear. But yeah, that's, I don't like that. It doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. So messed up. Like you can respect a woman and find her hot. Yeah. Okay, yes. Let's they go. don't have to be mutually exclusive. You know? Okay, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's, that was well said. <laughs> Yeah, like the moment a woman wants it. Oh, she's dirty. Yeah. Like, what, well, even if you're married, even if it's consensual, even if it's, huh? Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't make sense. Like, what are you trying to say? Yeah. Hmm. Points to think about. <laughs> yeah. So, even though there's a lot more to talk about, I guess that's, are, are we ready to? We will be wrapping up for today. Yes. Yeah. Um, Have a good week, everybody. Yeah. 
Happy Monday. Unlearn some misogyny. Yeah. Do your research. Read up about it. Look up misogyny on TikTok. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty good place to start, honestly. Yeah. So many easy things to, like, digest. Yeah. Yeah, I guess final note, it's like, if you're a man, be quiet more and listen. Mm -hmm. If you're a woman, don't feel the need to be overly responsible for the men in your life, is all I would like to say. Yes. Very nice. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.